Hey everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 54 of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. We hope everyone had a lovely Christmas holiday break. Yeah. Maybe some most of you guys who are listening might still be on their break. And if you are, well, good for you. Yeah. That's me. I'm lounging real hard right now, dude. How hard are you lounging on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I'm going to put me like at, a, at an 8 right now. Jesus. Could just be a little... everything, everything on a power-saving mode, huh? Basically. Uh, I finally, you know, I, I've needed some time to reinstall Windows 10 on my computer. Um, so I've been doing a lot of backups, just confirming that, you know, the, 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 uh, the reinstall, but I'm doing a clean wipe, hoping that the clean wipe will just fix whatever random problems that I've been having. And, and I just want to make sure that I have everything backed up so that way I can have as smooth of a transition, um, as possible. And, okay. uh, so, you know, I got that back backup going on in the background. I'm hoping to just start that up either tonight or tomorrow. Um, but I got like pajama pants on. I got some pajama oh, pants for geez. Christmas, which I, I, I don't have pajama pants. I, I, I don't you don't own, strike me as a man who wears pajama pants. I've never owned a pair in my life, but I got a pair. I'm I'm, I'm sitting in them. They're very, very, very comfortable. They're warm. No, did you just say pajama? Pajama pants. Hmm. Interesting. Not pajamas. Are, are you a pajama? I don't know. Pajama, yeah. pajama. Same P- thing to me. Pajama sounds interesting. I don't think I've ever referred to them as pajama pants. But... I don't know what I refer to them as. That's just, okay. you know, it just happens. It just happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, have you been doing? What have uh, what have you and uh, you and yours been up to? Well, um, what did I do? I guess early this week I still went into lab, did some work, um, and then um, was it Christmas Eve? I went out with uh, with a good friend of mine, a good family friend, Tom. Uh, he's actually listening to the podcast, not maybe not super consistently, but he does listen to the podcast. So shout out to Tom if you listen to this episode. Um, he was home for the for the uh, the break. And so we went out, uh, with, uh, he and, he and a friend and did some Christmas shopping. So he actually got an Xbox, um, for oh, himself, wow. not for anybody else, for, got an Xbox for himself. And then, uh, he did some shopping for his parents. After that, we went to Applebee's for dinner and he kept hype. So his friend's from New Zealand, right? And, and, uh, she directs, uh, some commercials. And so she was just, you know, just visiting different states. And, and so she came around here for, for a few days and he just would not stop hyping up how Applebee's was the finest dining that you'll, the finest dining experience that you'll have in America. And I was like, you are, you are hyping <laughs> up Applebee's way too much right now, man. I need you, to, I need you to take it down. Like, is this man, is this, levels. is this man I, getting paid by Applebee's to say this? That's almost what it felt like because this man was hyping up Applebee's so hard. I'm like, dude. I don't think I've ever heard like anybody hype up Applebee's so hard. Like it's yeah, it's it's good. You know, most food that you eat that you'll pay for in, in America is good. Like chain restaurants, they're acceptable. Their food, they're they're good. It's just not like amazing, you know. I don't like, even think the guy who owns Applebee's goes to Applebee's <laughs> when they're celebrating good news. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Why would he do that? He's rich. Right. He's rich. He can eat whatever he wants. Yeah. He ain't eating no Applebee's. It's 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 fried food, certainly not like the healthiest food in the world. It's just like classic American food. No, it's food. just not healthy, period. There yeah. is no qualifier on there, that statement. There are some healthy options. I will give them that, but comma, I wouldn't, I would not go to celebrate very much at Applebee's. All right. Right. The last time I think we ever celebrated anything was Applebee's at, at Applebee's was when our high school football team, uh, made it to the playoffs. Oh, okay. Yeah, Applebee's was the spot to go to after Unionville football games when we were like juniors and seniors. Oh wow! Yeah, so there's wow. that. Uh, okay. So anyway, the next day, did I, she I, believe him? No, 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 no. And okay. and I made sure I made sure that she wouldn't believe him. But right. you know, just be like, listen, I can't, I can't sit here and idly let this man just desecrate all the fine dining that this country has to offer by saying exactly that Applebee's has the best. Exactly. Nothing yeah. wrong with Applebee's. Ha- do they still do half apps after 10? I, I want to say yes, but I, I'm not really sure. Well, they, I don't I really they go to Applebee's very it. often. So, Coincidentally, though, I did go to Applebee's once before the same, this very same week. I went there with Lena. We did wow. a little bit of takeout. Okay. Um, but so, yeah, the next day, uh, I went to Lena's place for, for, uh, for Christmas. And so I hung out there uh, just about all day. I think I went there. I got there um, 
at about 10.15, 10.30 maybe, the latest. Um, did a lot of gift opening. And, and uh, as you know, she's had a lot of family. In the, uh, she's had a lot of family over. Most of them have left, but a few of them are still around. So her little cousin, uh, her, her aunt, her, um, her cousin, a uh, couple of like distant cousins, second, third cousins. So, um, you know, they were still around. Uh, so we did Christmas dinner, uh, gift openings and stuff. And then uh, we watched the movie Dope. Which I told oh, you nice. about this summer. I, I actually told our listeners about this summer. Um, great movie still. Uh, they really enjoyed it. Uh, at least Lana really good. enjoyed it. She was, you know, she was the person that I'd hyped it up to before and she said she really liked it. So that was good. I think um, Dope is on Netflix now. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. My, I, I told my siblings about it and none of them have seen it yet. And they all want to see it. They just haven't, they haven't seen it yet. We actually just watched like, a, you know, a, Oh, it's not on Netflix. I just searched it. Unfortunately. Okay. Um, we just watched it on like some random website. Um, but really great movie. I really like it. Um, like couldn't, couldn't, could not recommend it enough. You have, you haven't seen it yet. Have you? I have not seen it yet okay. either. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a really good, it's a really fun movie. Um, and then, uh, we didn't really, Lane and I didn't really get too much alone time. We didn't really get too much chill time on Christmas, which was unfortunate, but we still really like, you know, just, chilled with the family um she did like a lot of cooking and stuff i i started i restarted the second game of thrones book i think it's clash of kings yeah. uh, or sorry the song of ice and fire books really right i call it, I call it game of thrones just because that's kind of what it's informing now nah, you're good you're less. good yeah you're so good. um i had i had gotten like 100 pages into it a while ago but because it's been so long since i've actually read it i just figured you know what i'll scrap everything restart from the beginning get everything back so um, did How far that. into it are you now? I only made like two chapters in, so not okay. not very far at all. Okay. It's like the first Arya, the the, the first chapter is Arya, and the second one I think is Sansa. Yeah. Uh, and I think I just finished that one. So. Okay. And then, uh, I guess that was more or less it for Christmas. Uh, you know, gift exchange got lots of like sweaters and stuff. So. Sweaters I, are legit. I didn't have a whole lot to ask for, but one of the things I was really looking looking to get, and I just feel like I wear the same few sweaters over and over again. I have a I have a few in my closet, but I just don't really like wearing some of them. So Lena went out, she got a little creative, got got me a few few different types of sweaters. Uh, I really like a lot of them, so um, I'm actually gonna have to wash them. And I'm gonna fi- I finally like try most of them on today, so she was able to see them because I never got to really fashion them for her. So, uh, okay. So we did that today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh yeah my my little brother uh he came in like like uh, i think last friday uh-huh. and then my little sister and oldest brother uh they came in um just after christmas and my my oldest brother came here he's here right now with his son his and his girlfriend so um you know good to see them again i haven't seen i haven't seen my nephew in two years oh so, wow yeah so it's been a minute yeah definitely he's grown up man he's grown up no it's you know, funny no, go ahead. I was going to say that, you know, when like you were a kid, you would see like your, 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 your parents, family, you'd see like family friends, right? And, yeah. And every single time you see them, they're like, Oh, do you remember me? You remember me? Like, and you're obviously thinking like, no, I don't remember you. Like I see so many different faces come through here all the time. Like, especially <laughs> in these big gatherings, like, no, I don't remember you, but you yeah. always say yes. Anyway, I felt, I, 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 you know, my, my nephew comes in. I'm like, Hey, do you remember me? He's like, yeah, yeah. I remember you. And I'm like, I don't think you're right. <laughs> Then, this guy, this dude's tripping. Like, he does not remember guy. me. Yeah, but then uh, my sister was like, "Yeah, do, like you really you remember him?" And she's like, "What's his name?" Or I, I guess I think I actually said that. And he, and, you know, he said Reza. He said Uncle Reza. And then, ah. and so then my sister asked, "Do you remember me?" He's like, "Yeah." And she said, "What's my name?" He goes, "Sarah." I'm like, "Oh snap, look at that!" And then Sarah's like, "Mohammed probably just told you our names in the car before you got in here." <laughs> <laughs> but uh. You know, it's funny. Um, there, there were because they drove up here from Indiana, so it's about a ten, eleven hour drive. And oh, wow. um, my brother was like, you know, what movies did you watch? To Zane, and I'm like, oh snap! I didn't realize they had a TV in their car. What? Be- which is insane because I. Oh I'm, my god! Here's baller. the thing. All right, all right. I haven't been a passenger in a car in a long time, and I've certainly never really watched movies on like a tablet or a phone. So it was just like. Kind of my natural thought when it came to watching a movie in a car is having like a DVD player in the car and like TVs on the back of the seats or something like that. So when it took me like, you know, like two seconds, it was just like a quick thought, like, a, like a, it, it was like one or two seconds that went by. I'm like, oh, snap, he's talking about like the iPad or whatever. But like 
when I was a kid, I used to love car trips. And I remember I had a Game Gear at the time when, when, oh, like when wow, I was young. Oh, wow, fancy. And a Game Gear needed six batteries. So we were, <laughs> yes, going, we were going on a car trip. I would need to get like 20 to 40 batteries, depending on how long the trip was, to right. ensure that I never ran out of batteries before the trip ended. Um, but like that, that was my entertainment. I couldn't watch a movie. I would never dream of watching a movie or TV in the car. Right. It was either. That was just pl- unconscionable. It was yeah, not even it was, unconscionable. It, was it just play wasn't games an option. With my siblings. Yeah, no, it really wasn't an option. Like you, you, you might think, Hey, I, you know, I want to watch. I wish I could watch like, you know, the X-Men animated series or something while on the road, but you can't. Right. Um, because it's crazy talk. Yeah, it is. But you have your portable games. And you got books, and you got your family. That's really all you needed, all you had. If it, if it, if if you needed something more, you know, sorry, tough luck. Yeah, stop so, being so high maintenance. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny, like the, the the immediate thought that went through my head because to this day I never watched videos in a car because I'm very rarely a passenger in a car, or at least a passenger that I have the option to just zone out and do my own thing and watch videos in the car. Right. Like that, you know. I, I'll be a pat, like Lana will drive around or something like that. But right, but you're not gonna be point, sitting there watching yeah. a movie while she's driving. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, I just thought that was kind of funny. That's ridiculous. And, <laughs> and then uh today we went out and um bought a few gifts for my uh my niece and my nephews. Because I got a lot of them in the area now. So Zane's here for the uh my, my, my Muhammad son, Zane, he's here. So we got him a couple things. I haven't given them to him yet though. And then uh, we stopped at my half sister's place and dropped some gifts off for her three kids. So, got it, you got it. You got to build that reputation as the cool uncle early on. So, what'd you get him? Uh, mostly clothes. Um, for for I don't want to. Cool. I think he's I think he's next door, but mo- mostly cool. clothes. Got a couple other things, man. Chill, chill. Nothing you ain't cool. Uh, Look, the uncle right? giving away clothes. Hey, hey, at least I got them gifts. All right, I'm hook- I'm hooking them up. All right. Yeah. You gotta build it. You remember what it was like getting clothes when you were a kid? No, because I didn't celebrate Christmas, son. That's true. I was don't happy make, with what I got. Don't make this racial. Don't make this a race thing. <laughs> I I was happy with what I got. Yeah, but you're not like most people, though, because I know the kids I know. are gonna be like, no. "Yo, where's my hoverboard at?" And be like, "Stop calling it a hoverboard. It doesn't hover." Look, I call it a hoverboard too, and then and other people are correcting me. I know it's not a hoverboard. I just don't know the, I don't know the actual name of it. Um, yeah. I just, it, to me, it's a segue without the handle. That's all it really is. I know that's that's, that's a better that's a better description than the Se- hoverboard. Segue with no handle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, just just a lot of hyphens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love love my hyphens. Very underutilized uh, punctuation. Or no, sorry, not punctuation. What, what is what is it? What am I trying to think of? Uh. Anyways. <laughs> Whatever. Look, look. We're not we're not English majors. Don't hold that against us. All Definitely saying, not English majors. Hundred percent not English majors. All all I'm saying. Although is, I'm not hating on English majors, I'm just not one of them. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I don't think there was any implication that you were hating on them in any shape until you said I'm not hating on them. Then it kind of sounded uh, like you actually were. Well, there you go. You 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 win some, you lose some. Yeah, yeah. Take take an L here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, we, we, we did get them like a couple little games and stuff, but, um. What kind of games? For, not like a, uh, so like a fun thing. Maybe I shouldn't say game. For, for my nephews, we, like the twins, we got them like this. It's like a Crayola type of mat. So you can, you, you just lay it out. You can draw on them with the crayons That's and cool. stuff. And then you kind of just wipe them clean. How old are they? They're three. They just turned three. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Zane is five. He's, he's initially. older. He, you know, he'll, he, he wants like different things. So, um, my brother's roommate, he got him a little like helicopter, like a remote control helicopter, RC Whoa. helicopter. And then, that's uh, cool. And then he got the, like a Beyblades, uh, arena. Cause he what apparently loves Beyblades. And, um, you, you know, you, you know, you know Beyblades. If you don't know, if, you know, Sandy, you know Beyblades. I have no list. idea what Beyblades are. Oh, you are. don't? You don't? Oh, okay. So the, it was actually a TV show. I, it took me a long time to convince myself that this was a TV show. I, I Googled it, confirmed. <laughs> Um, it took me a day. I didn't, I didn't feel like Googling it for a while. Um, so basically, you, you, you know, you have like spinning tops, right? You spin the tops. Like a dreidel? Like a dreidel, basically. Yeah. That's, Beyblade is, it, it's like a top, but it, it attaches to this little device and you stick like a little, um, uh, I don't know. It's, it's almost like a stick, 
into this little device and you pull you you pull as hard as you can on this device and it spins the top and it sent it into this little like this arena it's a circle arena um, oh yeah and it spins but you you battle against another person so they yeah. have their own beyblade and you had yours and you both launch yours into the arena and they'll collide and stuff and hit the walls and basically the goal is to be the last beyblade standing and you play to 11 or whatever so you play you know first to 11 and uh and that's it it's a simple concept and uh you know he loves it maju maju my little brother I'm just sold. played against him um so it's a very loud game though that's the only thing it can be a bit dangerous if you spin too hard and you hit the other person because you're both going into this small arena uh, uh so you're both sort of like leaned in and whatnot. yeah yeah exactly so you got to be careful with the way you do it are you saying it's one of those take no prisoner type of games it can be it can be if you're five you know Hey, it's real out here. Some some people are very competitive. I mean, I think it's important to teach that kind of competitive spirit early on. Yeah, he's a very graceful loser. He's a very graceful loser. He lost to Majib ten to eleven, and um, he didn't rage. He did not rage. He was congratulating Majib. He was telling my dad. He was telling his dad. He was telling my brother. Ah. Um, you know, he, you know, Majib won or and stuff like that. Uh, so I, I was very, That's really I was nice. very impressed. Yeah, very very impressive. You're saying he didn't use any like sexual or racial things no. like you would on he, xbox live he did he did not he didn't pull a, a an odell beckham and and go helmet to helmet with majub oh yeah yeah good for him yeah yeah i know he was just there so he wouldn't get fined <laughs> <laughs> he put on a good show for my brother that way he you know he can stay up a little later or get some extra ice cream tonight something like that yeah well he knows how to play it yeah um so, you know, it's just been a good, it's been a good mix of just, you know, chill time, family time, uh, hanging out with Elena time. Tomorrow I'm actually going to go into a lab. There's a little bit of work that I want to do. Um, but it will be a relaxing work. It's not like I have any hard deadlines to hit. I just want to, I just want to get out the house so I can kind of force myself to do a little bit of work. That's more or less the only reason why I'm going to tomorrow. I hear you. Don't need to meet with anybody. Got no meetings on my, on my calendar for the next like two weeks. Very awesome. Well, I love that. You. Yeah. Riding high right now. <laughs> I uh, I went. I took my sister to go see Star Wars. Oh yeah, I forgot to say that. I went to see Star Wars too. Sorry, that's my last thing. Went there yesterday. I'll okay. let you. I'll let you talk about it. I just forgot to tell you that I saw it. Um. Uh, well, so a funny thing about me seeing Star Wars. I so the neighborhood movie theater that I go to has been tricked out. The AMC. The AMC and Painters Crossing. I haven't been. It's a dine-in theater now. Yeah. Which is crazy because I didn't think that – for a long time, I thought that they were just going to close it down because it's, it was really old and run down for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that was like literally where I grew up. I would go to the movies all the time. And it was a spot to go to back in like middle and early high school because oh, absolutely. you would get dropped off by your parents and you might see a movie. You might not and you just chill around that plaza for a few hours because you couldn't drive. But it had like – you know, there was food. There was the movies. Yeah, and there was then, a Friendly's there. There yeah. was an Applebee's. Was there an Applebee's? There, well, I think, I think the Applebee's was – there was definitely a Friday's. I don't. There may have been an Applebee's at some point, but that's not there anymore. Right. And um, then there was an Arby's and a Burger King, and the Burger King's not there. And the Friendly's has actually just been closed down too. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean that Friendly's wasn't doing anything real. Let's just be honest with each other. There were seven 14-year-olds, dude. Oh, yeah. The worst. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, so I bought tickets for what I thought was the Wednesday, the 23rd. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, like, let's go see it. And you had to pick your own seats. So, oh, this is nice. Like, we can just show up whenever, in a right. sense. And then they just sort of, like, show you to your seat. So I walk in, you know, getting excited to see Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy rips my ticket and he goes, wait, hold on a second. Let me see your ticket again. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, G, you know, G5 is my seat or whatever it was. He goes, uh, sir, your tickets for tomorrow. Oh, wow. And I go, what? He goes, yeah, your ticket's for Christmas Eve. And I go, oh, and it was like 8.30 or something? And my yeah. sister goes, really? You really did this? And I go, as you were. Uh, so we just drove back <laughs> and we went the next day. And what was funny was the next day when the day was correct and we walked into the movie theater, it turns out I booked the handicap row. Oh, wow. Um, Which is nice because there is like unobstructed views. Yeah, yeah. But kind of a dick move, right? Because this isn't like the corporate bathroom where, you know, you know me. I love 
the handicap stall. Just, you know, room to, room to do a few jumping jacks if I wanted to. I love how the listeners get these, like, intimate details about our lives. Like, hey, our personal preference of stall. Yeah. Like, what? Really? Why, why would you guys need to know that? You, look, you, you get what you get. You get what you get. And it's important because <laughs> you should know that the handicap stall gives the you the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Sometimes you get a sink in there, man. Oh my god! I, I, I the one in uh, Amex had a sink, but I never used it because I was, uh. it was just too much. I was like, you know what? I've already used this one service, the stall itself, and I don't think I need to partake in sink services. I see. Interesting. But it was nice because like each of these, so it used to be just a, you know like a crowded theater. Uh, each row had what like fifteen seats or whatever. Yes. Now each row has like eight seats, and each seat is a massive plush lazy boy. Oh, okay. And there's like a food menu, and I was doing the math, and a family. So it costs like fifteen bucks to see a movie. You pay fifteen bucks for a family of four. That's sixty dollars. Keep that number in your head. Yes. Plus. The minimum entree was $12. So they had entrees. They had like a mac and cheese section. They had burgers. They had sandwiches. Wow. Not including, you know, candy, soft drink, drink and, and stuff and popcorn. And popcorn. So, so, how, if you're, so if wh- your minimum family of four decides, you know what, let's just eat dinner here tonight. Yeah. And the minimum thing that you order is a $12 thing. Like let's just say it's a cheeseburger with no, no frills, right? Right. Then that is another forty eight dollars right. for food. You haven't bucks. you haven't put in drink yet, mm-hmm. right? Because you got to have a soft drink. Um, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh my god, you're spending over a hundred bucks to take your family to the movies. Right. What has what has happened to America? <laughs> the price of movies, dude. So, um, I was actually going to ask, what was the twelve dollar item? Oh, uh, do you remember? I think it was like a like some kind of like really basic sandwich. And do you know what the most expensive thing was or like kind of like an average price or something? The average price I want to say was anywhere between 14 and $16. Okay. And then how much was like a popcorn? Because nowadays you go to the movie theater and a popcorn is like 7 bucks, or a soft drink is like 5 or 6 bucks. So soft drinks I think are around $5. Oh, jeez. Wow. Okay. Um, and the – I don't know if you get unlimited refills though. I know yeah. with the popcorn you got unlimited refills because it wasn't – well, I don't know what – I think there's like different options of popcorn that you can order, mm-hmm. one of them being like the unlimited uh, refill version or right. option of the thing. Um, but it was it was kind of nice. I felt like a massive a-hole because I had booked the handicap one. But there was nobody there that like sat next to us in that row. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, I mean you, you, after, after everyone kind of comes in, you see there's no one else there, you're good. Yeah. I mean, people were giving us looks because we were definitely not like their prototypical, you know, person that was sitting in this row. Yeah. But it didn't matter. I liked the movie. I thought it was funnier than I thought it was going to be, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. I, I was definitely like the entire theater was laughing out loud, which is you know great. Was um, it packed? It was packed. Okay. So that was that was fun. Um, I'm glad I saw it when I saw it because I didn't have I definitely had like a really intense desire to see the movie but it wasn't one of those things where I needed to wait um to like you know three in the morning on the on the first night that it's showing because absolutely. the other showings are out you know absolutely it was just not 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 something that I personally needed to do but you know for the, for those that did and enjoyed it it was great because they got to enjoy it earlier but for me personally I was like oh you know I saw it it was a lot of fun I can't wait for the next one yeah I'm also one of those rare guys who didn't 100% hate the originals. The, the, you mean the, the episodes one through three? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, like I was excited because the CG was pretty good. You know, uh, the Anakin fights with, uh, with Obi-Wan were pretty intense. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that the acting was as bad, uh, when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. I hear and you. And part of me is wondering, like, is, is everyone saying that the original three episodes, four, five, and six, are better because that's like the cool thing to say? Or do actually people feel that way? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, so I saw episodes. I, I actually never seen the Star Wars movie, uh, in its entirety, at least, until I was in college. So just within like seven or seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, is when I first saw them all. And, I can definitely say that I certainly don't hold episodes four through six 
and as high a regard as, as a lot of other people who, who maybe seen them, um, and, you know, when they were younger, or at least when the movies were newer, but I still did enjoy them. I still definitely appreciate episodes four through six, um, as being great movies for what they were at the time, like what was out and like what was comparable at the time. Right. But, um, I also did notice like the cheesy acting or the cheesy lines, um, kind of like, you know, the Death Star can be destroyed with one, with one well-placed laser. Like, really? That's, yeah. that's it? Yeah. You know, things like that. Um, uh, you know, somebody's but... getting fired for that. <laughs> exactly. It's like, hey, wait, wait, we have a weakness? Yeah. You're, you're telling me that a, that a laser that can destroy worlds has one spot that it can just insta-kill? Like, is that's not OP? Yeah. So... Um, so, but, but, you know, to bring it all back, I really enjoyed the movie and, yeah. uh, I think my sister did as well. So, yeah, I agree with you. Really enjoy the movie. And for people who are like wary to see it because you haven't seen other Star Wars movies, all you really need to know about the other Star Wars movies is who Luke and Leia are, uh, who Han is and, and, uh, who Chewie is. Like you just kind of need to know like super basic things that most people would have already have had spoiled at some point in their lives. You don't need to know anything about the prequels, and you don't really need to know too much about episodes four through six. My thought process, or my 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 initial thoughts, are that uh, Disney wants episodes seven through nine to more or less stand on their own in a in a fashion that uh, in a similar manner that four through six were able to stand on their own. Yeah. So, I also uh, found out that a lot of the Star Wars canon hasn't pushed forward by the animated series, the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Which I think is really cool because, you know, years ago you would you would have thought that like oh after you know episodes one two and three that's it like that's just sort of, and then a lot like you know episode three happens and then a boatload of stuff happens that you have to sort of think about in your head right. and then we go to episode four, but yeah. it's nice that there are people are starting to link that in a more linear fashion or more tangible fashion at least. Right. Um. My parents and my, I mean, my family and I, we, we all saw the big short yesterday. Okay. The, the new, uh, the, that Wall Street movie. Yeah. Um, phenomenal movie. Very, very funny. Very scary in terms of the messages that they're, you know, talking about. And, yeah. And, but definitely a movie that I recommend. I see. Um, it's got, uh, the guy who, Jesus Christ, um, Christian Bale. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Christian Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Steve Gosling, Carell. Yeah. Brad Pitt, Karen Gillan, and Marissa Tomei. It's very good. It's something that I definitely recommend you going to go see. Interesting. Yeah, um, I, I hadn't really heard much about this before. It gives a really awesome overview over a really complex topic that you can actually understand at the end of the day. I see. So, because no one's ever going to want to watch a movie on you know subprime mortgages but they do it in a way that's like oh my god like doomsday oh yes i do remember hearing about this after all yeah i remember this so um i know the other movie that i wanted to see while i was home was spotlight the uh the movie about the i think the boston globe uh news reporters who did the investigative journalism on the sort of Priest touch, uh, like sexually abusing the kids or what, or what have you. Oh, yes, um, yes. I know that that movie has gotten just ridiculously good reviews, so I definitely wanted to check that out. What's it called again? Spotlight. Spotlight. Okay. I'm just keeping kind of a list of the things that I, I might want to start checking out myself because, uh, there are Pick a few your own goddamn are, movies. Hey, hey. I'm kidding. I, I don't keep up with movies very well at times. So, you know, I only know like big movies that are coming out and there's yeah. some other movies that, that are, that are out or are coming out that are probably worth seeing more so than other movies. Like, so I've been thinking about seeing concussion it's sitting at a 60% right now. It was actually higher a week or two ago. I thought it was like in the eighties, but it's dropped a good bit. Um, but I really want to see Creed. That's one movie that I absolutely want to see. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. And Everyone who's seen it, even like the people who would strike me as the least likely to see it, mm-hmm. were like, that was an amazing movie. Yeah. Yeah. I have I mean, even like Bill Simmons has said like Sly could be considered for an Oscar for this movie, which is interesting. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Like like hearing that, that's kind of surprising. That's high praise. It really is. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to see it. I just there's so many other movies. They're just like I don't know. It's definitely like Oscar season, right? So right. a lot of these movies are going to be like, oh, you know, let's let's take a look. Let's see what's all about. But if if that's the praise for Creed, then I think you know we we have to give it a shot. Um, there's another movie I'm trying to think of that I wanted to see too. Oh, Sicario is actually out. On. It's uh, on DVD now, so I have to check that out because you've been telling me to see that for a while. Oh, definitely see that movie. That movie is amazing. Yeah, it should be on Amazon right now to rent. Oh well, yeah, definitely do that tonight. Um, I've been watching. I've been binging. I think is a better term. House of Lies, the oh, yeah, Don Cheadle show on Showtime. Yeah. It's about the consulting group, and I just remember watching it years ago, up until season two, and then like I caught up, and I just like totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And now I find out that they're up to season four, so I was like, oh, let me just watch from the beginning again. Um, and once I do that, I'm gonna go back to uh, that new Jeremy Piven show, Mister Selfridges or something. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a period piece where he plays this guy from Chicago, but he's in London trying to create like the American department store experience out there. Yeah. Um, I remember really enjoying it, but then again, sort of running into the issue of oh, well, I've got, I've all caught up now, and I don't know what else I can do. So I'm gonna try and uh, definitely make time for that. Yeah. Um, speaking of shows, the one show that I really want to watch is the the Man of the High Tower, the Amazon show. Oh yeah. Um, I haven't heard too much about it. I've heard, I've only heard that it's good, but I haven't really heard friends discuss this movie or this TV show and and explain, you know, why they love it so much. So, so I've had some friends uh, try and tell me some stuff about it, and they're mm-hmm. saying like the acting isn't good. But if you can't, but the storyline is awesome, and it definitely sets itself up for a really nice season two. I see. Which could be cool. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I need to watch Transparent too. You mentioned that a week or two ago, and it's. I, I really don't know what to expect from that show. I just know that I should. I should watch it at some point. Yeah, considering it won all those awards. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're just we're so blessed to have ridiculously amounts of good TV where. You know, if a show doesn't grab your attention like immediately, you just move on to the next thing and you don't feel bad about it at all. Yeah. Um, Mr. Robot, if you haven't given that a go uh, yet. Yeah. That I uh, – my roommate was like, nah, that sounds kind of stupid. sounds really dumb. And I was like, nah, dude. Like he was he was really bored one night. I go, dude, give Mr. Robot 10 minutes. If the first 10 minutes of that show don't make you want to watch the rest of the season, then fine. I'll never bring it up again. And then he later told me that he was binging it. So I was like, yeah, I told you, man. That first 10 is one of the best first 10 minutes of a show. Really? And I, and I know that that's really high praise and I mean it that way because for me, I've gotten to the point where if I don't – like if the pilot doesn't hold my attention, I'm out. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, we'll give it a few episodes. We'll let things start to develop. It's like you've got to hit me like fast and I might be missing out on a ton of great shows based on that logic. But you know what? I ain't got the time because the only way – the only reason why I'm able to do this right now is because I can't play Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When when I get back to New York and the duty train revs up again, like it's over, dude. Yeah. You, you know where my time's going to be. So I hope you've been making a ton of progress. I haven't been playing as much as you think. I, I did have a good good run yesterday though. What level are you on now? We're at um, – I think I'm actually at 48, so. What does it go to? I, th- I, th- I want to say 50 or 50, uh, 55, probably. Okay. Yeah. I'm just letting you know right now that I'm not chomping at the bit, but when I get back to New York, you know it's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah. It will, uh, so, so I've actually been playing with Mark, uh, a good bit, and then, uh, Bale surprisingly got it. Uh, Bale's just one of our friends from high school. Went to the same high. Oh, I guess Mark and Bale are both friends of mine. Now, did Bale go to high school with us at the same time? He was two years ahead of us. So uh, okay, because I mean, I just yeah. never knew that he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so they both they both have it, and um, they're not they're not they're not 
liking it as much as I am, or maybe I, I think they do enjoy it, but it's, it's hit or miss a lot of games. But what I'm feeling like is what I'm feeling right now, based off of last night, at least is that they're playing too much into the hands of other enemies. So like, you know, when people are kind of like chilling in, in like one room, uh, like I know you don't live in the maps, but there's one particular map where everybody kind of rushes one building. Right. And they'll, there's what map a, is that? It's called Exodus. Is Exodus the one on the rooftops? No, uh, that I don't remember what the name of that one is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Exodus is the one where it's like one long like street kind of thing, and there's like this building, and you have to. There are stairs that lead up into the building on both sides of the map, and it's like oh kind of yeah, office, the long yeah the long like building tr- yeah, and there's a turtle like statue on one side. Yeah, I like that. I like that map. Yeah, well, um, everybody goes to that middle building, and everybody s- sits in that middle building. And waits for people to come up the stairs or jump into the windows or something. And the majority of that map is like four of six people on each team fighting for that middle building and sitting in that middle building when they finally get it. And then the other like two people on the teams are like kind of running around different parts of the map. And I refuse to try to go into that building like 90% of the time. I refuse to enter that building from the stairs because everyone's just waiting for you to come through there. So... I go different sides and different routes. And I think what I was seeing yesterday is that Mark and Bale were at times going straight up through the stairs because they were getting frustrated with the kids sitting there. So they were just trying to get back into the action quicker. But with Call of Duty, with how fast you die and how much of an advantage you can have if you're expecting somebody to be coming flying up the stairs who is in a sprint while you're aimed on sight, um, you're just going to get those kills, you know, nine times out of ten. Right. So... I tend to just flank around. I'll enter the building from different sides where people generally aren't, aren't at. I will typically not clear the building. I'll like pick up one or two people and then leave before everyone else tries to kill me. And that's kind of the way I play the map. And I play the game in general. I'm typically not trying to clear everybody out, especially since most of the time that would get you killed. So I think um, it's about learning the mechanics of the game, right? Yeah. Real, because we, we did buy the game late. So we are at a disadvantage, and for them, especially because they've been playing different games, mm-hmm. that there must be a residual sort of hangover of tactics that they were playing in a different type of game. Yeah, that's kind of what I was feeling, and I think Mark was trying to discount that. He was saying, "Nah, like you know, he's, you know, he knows he he's played Call of Duty, he's played shooters, so it's like more or less the same. It should be pretty quick for him to pick up, but." Um, and that's not, and that's not untrue. It's not. It's absolutely but it's not. The but meta the thing games. Is, you and I. So he hasn't played a Call of Duty game um, in any significant manner since maybe Black Ops One. He, How he many played, years ago was that? I want to say five or six. Exactly. Like so, you and I. So the, it was Modern Warfare Two. He played a, a bit of. He didn't play as much as as um, like Cooper or, or Bale or I. Um, then there was Black Ops 1. Again, he didn't play as much as you and I played. Then there was Modern Warfare 3, which he sold pretty quickly. And that was it for him. And he hasn't, he's been out of it since then. And that's what there was. Man's Mon- been out of the game. There was what, uh, Black Ops 2, then Advanced Warfare or Ghosts. And then this, so yeah, like five years. And you and I have, we've missed like two years, even though we've purchased each of the last two. We never really played with them. We never played them for very long at all. And yeah. so this is the first one that I've liked in a while. And I'm, I think like I'll, off I'll the just, bat. Yeah. And I'll stick with it for quite a while. I imagine too, but you and I have just had a lot of experience learning to play with one another. So you and I play very well with each other. Yeah. I think that's one of the most incredible things about this little relationship that we have is when we play <laughs> these types of games. It's sort of unspoken the way we play. Yeah. Where, like, you have your part of the map that you hunt around on, and I have the way I play and where I go. And we very rarely, unless we're playing, like, an objective-based game where mm-hmm. you and I both have to capture something or it's only on one part of the map, do we ever find ourselves, like, close to each other. Because right. normally the closest we'll ever be is, well, we're in the loading screen together, and then I'll see you after the, <laughs> after the match. Right. Um, yeah, no, that's absolutely right. We'll run into each other every now and then. We'll end up in the in a similar building. Yeah, I think you've noticed that about me, and I think I've it's gotten you killed a couple of times. Is I tend to not hang hang around in a certain spot too long. Um, I know it's gotten Mark killed quite a few times, and and I've tried to announce it now and say, hey, 
I'm leaving. I'm not sticking around because there are two people there and, and there could be more. You know, I literally just killed somebody here. You don't want to be here because someone's right. looking. So, um, well, that's nice of you. And I think that you and I tended to not run into the same areas. Like it, it, it obviously takes a little bit of time to learn the maps and figure that out. But the way we would play like Raid Dom and, and Black Ops 2, or we would play, um, uh, what was the one? The one with a little wooden bridge or what? It doesn't really matter what map it was. There were just certain places that we went and we kind of were, we kind of became good at dealing with enemies. And, um, the bigger the party that you play with, the harder, the harder it is to distribute how well someone's going to do. Like, you know, if I go 20 and 0 one game in a, in a TDM game that only goes to 75, it's unlikely that somebody else is going to go like 25 and 0 or something like that. Right. It just doesn't really work out that Because way. you have essentially killed off everyone that could have uh, gone to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we tried to play last night. We were playing TDM, uh, Team Deathmatch, and... It went okay. We won a lot of the games that we played, but um, Mark and Bale didn't do great in a lot of the games too. So I was like, "All right, well, how about you guys try kill confirm for once?" So for those don't, that don't know, um, the way the way the, the game mode works, there's team deathmatch, which is basically um, if I kill you, I get points for my team. That's one point for my team, and the game goes to 75. So you need a total of 75 kills to win. If you die, you just you know, press a button and you come back and you just get right back into the fight. Um, like real life. Yeah, just like real life. And, and Kill Confirmed, <laughs> what happens is when you die, you actually don't score a point for your team. When you get killed, you drop you drop a set of dog tags behind. And for you to for your team to score, you have to pick up that enemy's dog tags. Um, Hence confirming the kill. Exactly. And so the, that game mode, because you have to confirm the kill, you have to pick up that tag, you have to run out to where that person was. It tends to um, it tends to to force people to not sit in in like you know in certain rooms very long. They kind of want to be mobile. They have to move around because they have to pick up those tags. And so I thought that they would they would have more success in that game mode. But um, we jumped in. We played one game, and uh, I did really well in that game. <laughs> but they did not. Neither of them did very well. So they just called it after that. Um, I like how you're ruining their Christmas. Well, you know. I don't think either of them listen to the podcast, but I also don't think that um, it really matters <laughs> either. Like, I'm not, I'm not criticizing their game, their gameplay or anything. Just, you know, just talking about what, I, what, what, what happened. That's all. Well, I just think that with each, like, it's, it's like a sport, right? It's like a, in a sense, yeah. for us, this is a team sport that we play. And yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's as rigorous as that. It's just we're clear. No, it's we're a good. It's, not... it's a good comparison. Two team. It's one team against another team. Yeah, and you and I have basically been on the same intramural team for years <laughs> now. Yeah. So you and I know what each other likes to do, and that's just basically come from hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> and you're making sound like way too many. Right, it's not that many hundreds. <laughs> All right, chill, chill. How many hundreds has it been though? At least one. It's it's more than one hundred. It's it's probably like four hundred hours. I, if I just had to put a guess, it's probably even more than that. It's easily more than that. Yeah. But yeah. but four hundred hours of playing <laughs> with each other, just playing and realizing games. each other's tendencies. Yeah. So it's sort of like those uh those soccer programs out in Europe where they recruit really early, and yeah. you've just you get to know these you know these people from a really young age. And you realize, oh, you like to do this in this situation. And when you do this, I have to do this. Yeah. And it just becomes second nature, almost unspoken. Right. But that just comes after literally rote memorization. Yeah. I like to imagine, because when you said the interviews, I like to think of it like 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 pickup basketball, you know, 5v5. You and I are people that are just, we're always on the same team. We never, we're always on the same yeah, team. Yeah, we're always at the gym we're at the same package. time. And we don't go to the gym when the other person usually isn't there. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, if, 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 you know, if you decide to cut, I can pretty much pick up on that instantly and I'll be able to find you, you know, find, find you when you're open. And, uh, every now and then when you just play with other people, it, it, it can become a bit of a mess depending on other people's tendencies. It's just, yeah, it's just how it goes. Yeah. You, you, pl you play off, you play off your team a lot and you and I tend to play in a certain way where we don't interfere with one another. 
It's a lot right. of fun. I think it's a lot of fun. It's it's probably the most fun that I do have because when when the party becomes too big, it just becomes a little unwieldy and difficult to to um to manage. Yeah, and to replicate your successes that you typically would have when you play alone. There's not, you know, when 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 I'm very successful, like I said earlier, it's very difficult for that wealth to kind of be distributed across everybody else for everyone else to do very well. And it's, you know, as much of a team game as it is, I think the thing about Call of Duty is that it's a very easy game to play by yourself or with a very small group and still be successful and have personal stats yeah. be the most important thing. Um, I mean, we also don't play enough with the with a large group of people. Mm-hmm. We used to do that a long, long time ago, and we kind of got it figured out. When it used to be eight of us um, nightly right. on these parties, we, could, we it wasn't perfect, but we were definitely a lot smoother than what we are today. Um, but just based on the fact that you know we grow up and not everyone's still around to play the same games or or want to play the same games, you know people start to drop off, and if you come back, it can be a little bit tough to pick up on you know the new tempos. Yeah, yeah. But that sure. just comes with time. Like if you, I'm, I'm sure once they put a little bit more time to it, you know they'll they'll be right back in it. Yeah, I think so. I, I hope they stick with it because it's been, a, it's, it's always fun to just have other people playing it too. Um, is, you know, as, as much fun as it is to play with you, it's also nice to have like a third or a fourth person in there. Oh, sure. That way, because like when you play game modes like domination, it's just very tough to, to, to pull the team together. I tried playing like two or three games yesterday and it is not easy, man. Well, first of all, I got thrown into games late. So, um, okay. Uh, if you stick, if you get thrown into a game late, and you stick and the excuses stick with are it the already entire. flying. Yeah, no, no, no. If you get thrown into a game late, no, no, I'm not putting an excuse in. If you get thrown into a game late and you you stick with it until the very end, and you lose, it doesn't actually count on your stats. So that's one way to like you know encourage people to stay in a game even if they're losing. But when what happens is if you join to a game late, it's likely that somebody else has quit and uh you and there was a reason why they quit. And they quit because the other team was dominating them too much. So you join this game and you're you're joining in fresh. You have no idea what's going on, you have no idea what's happening, but you're typically losing and the other team has, you know, all sorts of things going for them and it's very difficult to recoup and recover from that. So a lot of times people just leave after that. So I was joining these games very late and we weren't winning and we were just getting crushed. So I stuck with one of them. I, lo- I left the other two because it just wasn't worth it and I didn't bother after that. Okay. We'll get there though. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. I want to I want to do I want to do kill confirmed. I definitely want to just start I don't know if I'll be able to catch up with you, but the idea is to be playing the same game mode so we can get rid of the or finish the challenges. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm not too much further ahead of you. I'd say I'm probably like I don't know. At most a week, a week of playtime ahead of you, like in terms of not not playtime, not like actual game time, but you just signing on night to night, and you'll 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 be caught up pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to do a lot of solo work. Yeah, yeah you'll be fine. I I remember in previous years you would you you got ahead of me, um, but I think you were also taking your Xbox home. And you were playing solo, and that's the time. This is the time when I'm getting ahead. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I've been playing a couple other games too. So what you else got, have you been you playing? Got time. Dark Souls. Uh, that game is. That game is tough, man. It's brutal. I'm playing it on the 360. I got to the first. It's like the first real challenge. There are like two bosses that you fight beforehand, but they're kind of like intros. They're not difficult. This boss is no joke. It, it's really frustrating. Um, oh, I bet. I know exactly how you, that frustration feels right now. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a quick recap or like a quick explanation of how it works. I'll be quick. Um, basically, uh, in Dark Souls, you, it, it's, so like for the listeners, Dark Souls is a very, very, like a notoriously difficult game. You're a dude who has, a, it's like a melee only wep- uh, weapon game. For the most part, you have like a sword or like a mace or a spear and you have a shield and the, like the enemies are, are plentiful and they do massive amounts of damage every single time you get hit by them. So you have to be very cautious and methodical with the way you attack and dodge enemy attacks, but everything is like very slow. So you get hit or like if you make one wrong move, you can kind of just see the enemy just taking advantage of that. Yeah. So it, it demands precision. Is yeah, what you're saying. It, absolutely. Exactly. And so if you die, you, you collect things from enemies called souls, right? And those are kind of currency. They can be used to purchase things, but they can also be used to level up your character and increase your stats. And so if you die, you leave behind all of your souls that you've collected as well as a couple of other things. And if you get back to that spot that you died, you can recover all the souls that you lost previously. So 
if you die, as long as you make it back to that same point, you're okay. Like you, you recover what you lost other than just the lost time that it took you to get there. Now I was fighting this boss, right? And this boss is pretty difficult. It's like, it's like a, a gargoyle that has come to life and it's pretty big and I'm fighting it and I, and I start to make progress with it. I die a couple of times, I get better. And eventually I'm, you know, I get it down to like half health. Well, what happens is when you get it down to half health, a second one shows up and it's, it's, I haven't figured out how to beat it yet. The handling two of them is, is nearly impossible. The second one comes in and starts breathing fire at you and it has pretty good range. And then the other one's sitting there hitting you. And how demoralizing was it when that second one showed up? Very because getting back to the fight is not necessarily a cakewalk. And so I had made it to this part several times. I'll leave my souls behind. I come back, I pick them up. Everything's good to go. Well, what happened is, and like the whole time, I'm just like chatting out with my little brother and sister, right? You know, we're just talking, catching up. And, um, I, I'm working my way to get there. And all of a sudden I get into a bad place, get into a bad place before the boss and I die before I can recover everything. I was so salty. Like I lost everything. Cause once you die, if you, if you die before you recover everything, you, that previous death is no longer recoverable. So everything that I had was lost at that point. And I was just so salty. I was so upset, like, or, or annoyed. Um, Mm-mm-mm. but I, I should be able to figure it out. Like I, I was able to make some progress. Maju was sitting there encouraging me. He loves watching me play like difficult games like this. So, um, it's been fun. So I'll probably, I'll probably play that either tonight or tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm playing right now. I am playing The Last of Us, the remastered edition. Um, I, I bought that PSTV, and there was some technical difficulties that I had to work through, but I'm glad that it's actually somewhat operational now. Yeah. Um, and I'm playing on this ridiculous difficulty where you you take one shot and then you and it, and it kills you. The issue right now is I'm trying to make my way through this apartment building. And there's just so many bad guys. He's like zombie things everywhere. And I can get almost all of them dead except for two every time. And they're just so sensitive to noise that you think you're not making any noise. And all of a sudden you see them turn around. They freak out. They yell at you. And it's an instant kill every time. So that's been really fun. <laughs> um, I haven't seen any trophies pop up yet. I don't know if that just means I'm not far enough in the game yet. But... I said I was going to platinum the game, and I know that there's a multiplayer part to this, um, which is going to be tough because if that's the case and I can't platinum it, uh, I just don't. I know that there's still a pretty vibrant online community for this game, but I'm not going to do it. I'm, I, my thing was I was going to come in here, I was going to play this game, I was going to beat it, and I was going to move on. And if it requires me to play online and it's like really tough, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to play the DLC though. Um, because it came with a disc, uh, and after that, I'll, I'll most likely move on. So, from that point, I will go back to Call of Duty as the primary focus of my of my gaming sort of time. Yeah, I did know to find out today that I've got twenty five dollars uh, in Best Buy credit that I need to use up bef- in thirteen days. So I need to figure out what I'm throwing that money to. I was thinking about potentially throwing it to a new mic um for for podcasting yeah what's interesting is if i buy one of the yeti mics on uh best buy they give me a 20 dollar gift card back oh and the price is comparable to what amazon is selling for it's only like a one dollar difference but amazon's not giving me a 20 dollar gift card for buying it so I'm thinking about doing that in a, in a day or two once I get paid again. Um, that you know that might be the smartest thing because I've got if I have twenty five dollars and there's no really no true game out that I'm looking to buy just yet, mm-hmm. then wouldn't that just be a better use of the money? Because I can't let that money go to waste. Right, right. That's true. Um, I also thought about maybe buying Halo, but I just don't think I'm ever going to get to a point where I play Halo. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um. Yeah, I'd be caught. I'd be. I, I think we've been very liberal with our purchases of, of several video games lately. And no, exactly. We should probably it's, like. I I I feel like I at least need to just chill on on purchases for quite a while. Um, right. Because so, I bought Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. And it's still in the plastic case. I'm actually surprised that you bought that, but I feel like you can just make money if you sell it at the same time. You know. 
You know, you're probably right. Um, I definitely had a ton of fun with it in the beta. Like, it was just too easy. Mm-hmm. And that, there was something comforting about playing a game where you can just, like, rock people every night when you sign on. And it's like, yep, my job here is done. I want to go just, ahead like, and leave. say speak for yourself because I did not find that game very easy when I played, man. I don't know what it is that you you and your Ron were on, but you guys were killing it, and I was not, man. I yeah. I, I did not find that game easy, like, at all. It, for some reason, I was just... Yeah, I just found a lot of success in that game, and I was just like, you know what? I'm over this. Um, but once the reviews came out, you're like, oh, it makes sense. This doesn't seem like a a, a game worth $60. Yeah. Um, which is a high price point, you know? Yeah, and absolutely. Totally understandable if people felt like, you know, the game could have, you know, just used a little bit more time, bacon, but it just uh, – I wanted it. And I and once you show me that deal, it's like all right. Well, if it's if it's basically a, a buy one get one, mm-hmm. then I might as well you know just get this game. And if yeah. I you know if I never get to it, I never get to it. Yeah. Although that's the first because I don't think I've ever had a game just like sitting there like ah uh, you know I'll get to it if, if I feel like it. Usually it's like this is the game I bought. This mm-hmm. is what we're playing. We're playing it until the sticker comes off. Yeah. I think what we're, what we're seeing right now is kind of what I was actually hoping for when it came, when the Xbox was, it was, uh, first announced. With all like these digital deals and stuff that Steam has, I was hoping that the Xbox would have a lot of really awesome sales that you can get a lot of games for cheap. And what we saw, I think this year, at least this winter, was that, that type of, those types of deals. Like Dark Souls 2, 2 dropped to $15. Um, and that's like with all the DLC too. And, I haven't even beaten the first one yet, and I pulled the trigger and I bought the second one. Um, and the fir- well, I should say, not only had I not beaten the first one, I hadn't touched the first one, even though I owned it for a year. Um, I have Halo 5. I haven't finished the campaign yet. I haven't touched uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 in like a month or two now. Right. Fallout 4 has been untouched since I got Call of Duty. I'm looking at my, my shelf right now. I actually have GTA 5, and I'm like nowhere in the campaign. And I actually want to go back and finish that game again just because it was so much fun the first time. Oh, yeah. And I know that uh, they recently came out with the Christmas-like stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so there was a lot of free stuff uh, there as well. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think we might need to cool it a little bit on, on the spending, at least for this stuff, because we definitely have enough to keep us occupied for for many moons. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it might just be smarter that way to say, you know what? We can totally make do with what we have. Like, it's absolutely no reason to go out and buy new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, for me, it's it's going to be about making sure that I get all of the enjoyment I want out of these games so that when uh, The Division comes out, uh, that I can basically just nerd out and just, like, disappear for that game. <laughs> Although... Like you said before, if that game decides to pull some some cheese on me and go massively, you know, RNGesus on me, then I will lose my mind. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, oh, it's w- entirely within the realm of possibility that that stuff happens. Yeah, and it makes sense that it would happen, but I mean, I'm just so so. What Sandy means by that is um, basically. Uh, that, that type of game, it's like an RPG and you it's can. It's a role playing game. Yeah. You, you, it's like a shooter role playing game. You, you earn, you, you create you, a character. Yeah. You, you create sort a character, of... you level up, you, you increase your power the more you play and you're able to fight more and more difficult enemies. And along with that, you find weapons and gear that, um, are better than the, the, the gear that you find in the early games. But at, in some games that we've played, you, you can do the hardest content in the game. And only have a chance at getting the reward that you want. Yeah, it's basically like a lottery every yeah, exactly. time they but, decide, you know, you've beaten something and they're going to start giving out rewards for finishing a mission. Right. And Sandy's more, and, and I think many people in general really like, hey, I've accomplished the hardest thing that there is to do in this game. And you'd mean to tell me I only have a 5% chance at getting it, which means I have to do it again and again and again just to find, just to have it drop for me. It's a bit frustrating and annoying, especially when you're playing with other people that are receiving all sorts of the, like they're getting the same stuff that you want, even though you may have done it like 10 or 15 times more than them. They come in, they do it on their first try. So um, if that happens, I can definitely see you becoming yeah. very, very unhappy and dropping out immediately. Well, 
New Year's resolution. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> um, and uh, let, let, let's hope for the best. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think that wraps it up for this week, then. Yeah, we went about half an hour longer than we initially planned, but that's okay. Yeah, we, this is what happens when we get into it. Yeah, we start talking about video games and it goes on forever. Yeah, I know. It's just a, it's just a black hole. Yeah. All, All right. right. Was well, there anything else you wanted to discuss? Any no, I music, think that's movies, it. TV show? I guess we talked about movies I think we talked about shows, all of it, so. yeah. All Why right. don't you bring us out? All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. Yep, in the new year. Yeah, happy new year. Happy new year, everybody.